Welcome back to A Better You, the podcast where you learn everything, lifestyle wellness, self-care, self-development, mindset, independence, literally all of the above. We touch so many topics on this podcast and I'm so happy that you're either one, clicking on this episode, joining me again for a new little chat, or maybe this is your first time hearing me and if that is so, welcome. Thank you for coming to this little corner of the internet, my little community. Today we are talking about ways to stop caring about what others think and how to be yourself, stay unbothered, and overall, how to eliminate those thoughts. Those self-destructing thoughts that get in the way of us achieving our dreams, living our dream lives, and it could even be from the smallest little details of stopping the way we dress because of the judgment of others, or not going after certain jobs that we want, or just not being able to express ourselves to our fullest potential. We are talking about the courage it takes to find yourself and to be yourself. And I will be telling you guys some experiences in my life where I have been a little bit nervous to be myself or in situations where I find myself thinking about if others are judging me. And I'm going to tell you what I tell myself to get over these thoughts because they really do hinder you. And we do not want to be hindered. 2024 is the year of doing whatever we say we want to do and not letting other people's little insecurities and projections getting in the way of that and even if it's in the way of yourself maybe sometimes you'll be judging yourself and we need to deprogram our minds from that and take away those thoughts that tell us we should conform like everybody else and be basic because that will only result in more basic more boring more average when we want to be above that not above that we'll say but we we want to be special we want to be different and we want to do what our little unique souls were put on earth to do so if that means dressing in a crazy matter that's what it means to you anyways I'm getting too ahead of myself. Make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast, you follow this podcast, you like this video, you give this podcast a rate. If you're listening on Apple Music or Spotify or any other streaming site, make sure to follow the Instagram at abetteryou.byfernanda to comment on all the posts that I post. I'm always updating you guys with what episodes are going on next. Sometimes I do fun polls. Sometimes I give you guys inspo pictures. Other than that... Let me give you guys a little update on my life. I'm very excited because my friend Trinity just flew into Vancouver today and it is because we're going to New York tomorrow night. And I'm so excited. She actually moved to Edmonton about two months ago. So I haven't seen her in a very long time. And she was my Vancouver bestie girl. So I'm really glad to have her back here. She currently is at a coffee shop to let me film this podcast, but I'm so excited to go to New York. I'm actually going for New York Fashion Week. And I'm really excited because Cetaphil, the brand, skincare brand, is actually taking me, which is just freaking amazing and exciting because. I have used Cetaphil for a very long time, especially with someone that has had eczema in the past and dry skin. I think their products are really helpful to my sensitive skin. And so I'm really excited to be there with them. I think I have like brand events for the first three days and it's going to be super busy, a super tight schedule. And then I have an extra three days to be in the midst of fashion week, which is going to be super exciting. There are so many mutuals I have in New York, so I'll definitely be hanging out with people, messaging people, going out with people and overall network 
lurking, as one may say. You know, this may be a perfect episode to talk about as I'm heading into this week because I need to go into fashion week not giving an F what people think of me. Putting yourself in a new country, putting yourself in a place where you're going to be surrounded by people that you don't know and also that you may look up to is a perfect simulation for you to have self-doubt, for you to be insecure, for you to be even a little bit... I don't know, just in your head. And there are times, I'll tell you this, there are times where I've gone to fashion week feeling my most confident in the world. And it was very obvious. I feel like I was very much aligned. I feel like opportunities were coming my way. I was making friends everywhere that I went and I felt confident in my energy. And then there was times where I've been to fashion week where I haven't been feeling my best. And while being there, I was stressed and anxious. And the whole time I couldn't get out of my head because I was letting those anxious thoughts beat me which is such a shame really it is really a shame so anyways I feel like this might be the perfect episode even for me to talk about because I want to go into fashion week enjoying my energy and my aura and my overall presence and not being worried that miss girl from across the room is staring at me wrong and that may throw my night like to the side you know what I mean or like sidetrack me from what I'm there to do But anyways, we'll get more on that in a minute. I've been doing a lot of shopping recently. If you guys don't know this about me, I actually love fashion and I'm honestly, like I love fashion. I think if I was in school right now, maybe I would do something within fashion. It's really hard for me to do something and like do it half-assed, if that makes sense. And so when I started going to fashion weeks, I didn't want to go and not actually know anything about fashion. So I feel like over the years that I have been attending fashion shows and fashion events and learning about style and just deep diving on Pinterest and following fashion influencers, I feel like I really have learned about fashion designers, fashion influencers, a bunch of different fashion brands, the back end of that industry, how models do their job, um, even just the actual clothing pieces, like what texture they are, what material they are, how to complement an outfit maybe that is going down the runway. I just feel like I've learned a lot about fashion. And so I actually just find going to fashion shows super interesting and enticing and I just want to sit there front row and observe observe all the cute new collections and I'm really excited to be there so that is a passion of mine that is like sometimes I forget to tap into it but of course when fashion week comes around in the year I start to take a look within and like what my style currently is and so because of that I've been doing a lot of shopping recently a lot of thrifting which have been super fun for me and If you don't already go thrifting as like a hobby, I highly recommend doing it because it is quite therapeutic and I'm actually wearing a shirt that I thrifted right now. It is a little blue tank top turtleneck muscle tank kind of, but I really like it. Other than that, I will say this morning and yesterday I went to a cycling class. I went to YVR Cycle. It's a spin class here in Vancouver and I have been having so much fun doing spin. I'm usually not a big cardio girl, but as I've been telling you in the past few episodes, I've been trying to get more into walking and just being in my cardio era because although Miss Girl can lift weights and do Pilates, put me on a long walk and I'm out of breath while literally just talking to the person beside me. So I was desperate for some cardio classes and spin is so much fun it honestly does feel a little spiritual 
which is kind of funny because I feel like girls that do spin class always rave about how it's like some mental spiritual experience and then people kind of like make fun of them because they're like everybody says this but it's true honestly when I'm in this spin class I literally am just telling myself you got this Fernie you got this you can do it keep going it's like just one more song you're almost there and I'm hyping myself up and that is another one of those moments where I do not care what others think of me if someone in that class turns their head and looks at me and sees that I am huffing and puffing looking like a freak with my eyes closed in this spin class you know I could be a little bit ashamed of that but I'm just not because I'm having a good time and I'm there for me I'm there to improve and we're gonna talk about this in this episode but I think a big thing with not caring what other people think about you is knowing that you have an end goal in mind and that thought in itself overpowering anybody else's opinions of you because if I know that I'm in that workout class to get fit be better than I was last time keep up with the pace of the instructor reach my fitness goals and burn those calories and just you know sweat it all out if I know that that is my goal I should not be caring that I'm looking like a try hard on the corner because yeah I am trying hard not that I'm saying anybody there would necessarily be judging me but I'm just saying this as like an example if maybe you listening to this podcast are like I don't know, embarrassed to go to workout classes or something or are scared and you've never gone to one before and you're scared of judgment. And that can go for anything fitness wise, like even if you're going to the gym, because I feel like that's a big like that's a big thing that people are scared of. It's going to the gym and trying something new and being scared of doing something wrong. And the truth is, like, first of all, if you are scared of doing something wrong or you're not sure how to do something, there's always people to ask for help. Again, the people that want the best for you will not judge you for asking for help and asking for help help is what the smart people do you know so you can get ahead and learn what you need to do rather than not knowing or not even putting yourself in those new positions but anyways if you were a little bit anxious about that situation I'm just telling you that if you know what your motive is for being there and you are confident within that goal it should not matter to anybody else what you look like and you shouldn't care what other people think of you but anyways let's get into the episode I've yapped a little bit too long about my life even though it all kind of related to this episode but Anyways, before we get into the tips and little bits of advice on how to be yourself, I want to talk about some signs that you might care too much about what other people think of you. So let's get into that. I think caring too much about what others think of you starts a lot of the time when you're really young. I think if your parents are really judgmental, it can kind of be ingrained into your head that you need to be a certain way, appear a certain way, act a certain way, because you are trying to gain that approval of maybe your parents or older people in your life or maybe even other peers in your life. I feel like when we're young, I mean, and I'm talking like probably when I was in elementary school or middle school, it's like you are constantly trying to be liked. And for that reason, you may care a lot about what others think of you. You may care if the girl in your class thinks your outfit is cool. You might care if that random boy thinks you're a pretty girl. Or I don't know, you might care if you're going to, in my case, maybe a little gymnastics competition. And I didn't want anyone to think I was bad or anything. So it's like I could have put a lot of pressure on myself to not make any mistakes. So anyways, I think that those could be a few reasons for why you initially start to care a lot about what other people think of you and place a lot of emphasis on 
people's critiques or judgments of you. But I think it's important to recognize if you do feel like you place a lot of importance on other people's critiques and figuring out when that is happening so that you can actively try to change that and, you know, think to yourself, oh, it's happening right now. I'm not going to let it beat me or I'm not going to let those judgy comments win. I was looking online and there's a website called Psych Central and it was saying that some indicators that the opinions of others might be harmful to you and your mental health is if you change yourself in response to criticism regardless of what it is and who it comes from. I think in so many situations, you know, if a friend or a parent or a family member is giving you a critique, I do think it is important to take in the comments or or critiques or sometimes it can be constructive criticism. So I feel like in those scenarios, it's still important to maybe consider what those people are saying, but you don't need to take that person's suggestion word for word. I mean, at the end of the day, what they are saying to you comes out of the bubble of like who they are and what their reality is like. Maybe in somebody's reality, they dress a certain way. And so when you dress a little bit different than them, they feel the need to tell you like, you shouldn't be doing that. You do not look good in that. That should not be worn outside or whatever. And they're just critiquing you based on what their ideals are. When in reality, that is just their little bubble of a world and not yours and not a lot of the other people in the world. So it's like in those situations, you don't need to take that person's criticism, especially if you don't align with it. And in that scenario, I feel like it's really important to set boundaries with others. And if somebody is constantly critiquing you, I think that you should take the initiative to tell them, you know, thanks for this constructive criticism, but I do not need it. Unfortunately, I did not ask for your opinion or for your advice on this particular thing. And I like what I'm wearing or, you know, it could be for anything. I like what I'm doing. I like what I'm saying or I like what whatever it is. Another sign that you may care a lot about what others think is if you are a perfectionist. And I think this is my problem, to be honest. I feel like when I look at all these reasons, I feel like this is the one that I fall into. And when you are trying to be perfect, a lot of the times it is because you are trying to impress other people. And I feel like in my in my situation, and I mean, I guess this is kind of personal because it has to do with my um, family, but at the end of the day, like both my parents know this already, but I remember growing up, my mom, and the same way that her mom was probably like that with her, but in Hispanic culture, I'm gonna say it like that, Um, I think there's a big emphasis on looking very presentable no matter where you go. And it could be like people are going to the grocery store and a lot of Mexicans, or at least my mom and her family, friends, whatever, they would wear their hair up, you know, gelled back. They always had earrings on, you know, very polished look kind of. With that being said, I remember growing up, my mom would always dress me to go to school, like very put together, did not like my outfit if it was like, any bit wrinkly and I'll say that right now if I go out and my outfit is wrinkly my mom will literally text me and be like roasting me because of my wrinkly pants when a lot of people don't take that that seriously or you know if I'm not wearing lip gloss or if my hair is not done perfectly my mom is very on me about that and I don't necessarily blame her because maybe her mom was like that to her and I think the culture in Mexico is just like that and also even though it comes out of a place of love it it can put a lot of pressure say on me for example to always appear perfect 
perfect. And I feel like growing up with that mentality, I feel like growing up that has probably seeped in a lot of different ways in my life. And one of them being, for example, now that I'm saying fashion week is like when I go to fashion week, I want to look my best. I want to have my hair done. I want to have my makeup done. I want to like work out a lot before I go. I want to wear clothes that I think will look good. And although all of those things are good, when you are trying to be a perfectionist or trying to be literally flawless, and I feel like flawless, that word sounds kind of weird, but like literally without flaws, it is a sign that you care a lot about what other people think of you at the end of the day, because you're trying to find that external validation. And I think when there is an unhealthy um, amount of perfectionism placed on yourself by yourself, it can get a little bit messy and it can kind of mess up with your mental health, honestly, because you're not even thinking like, is this good enough for me? You're kind of thinking more, is this good enough for the world? Is this good enough for other people? Will other people like me if I look like this? Will I be accepted if I don't look like this? Etc. Etc. That was very long-winded personal explanation to explain that perfectionism can sometimes be a way of trying to counteract judgment or critiques. But if you do find yourself being a perfectionist, and I'm saying this and this resonates with you, maybe you can take a look within and think, who made me feel like I had to be perfect? In what aspects of my life am I trying to achieve perfection in? And taking that like pressure off of yourself, I think is the most important thing you can do in that scenario, because at least for the appearance thing, which I feel like a lot of people struggle with, I feel like we have to remind ourselves that like nobody is holding you to these standards really and if people are you know that is their I'm not gonna say problem but it's like that is their that is their business that is none of my business that has nothing to do with me if you want to hold me to that standard and I don't it's only affecting you unless I make it affect me and it becomes a bigger deal than it has to be the other thing is that being a perfectionist or trying to find perfectionism in the things that you do or the way that you act or the way that you dress the way that you want to be perceived etc ultimately just sets unrealistic expectations for yourself and can lead you to a cycle of disappointment or even obsessive tendencies, which is honestly me. (laughs) I need to work on that. Another sign that you may care about what other people think is if you often find yourself holding your tongue if your opinion is different than somebody else's. If you're meeting new friends or you're in a group of people that you don't feel 100% comfortable to express your true thoughts and opinions, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to hold back a little bit since you don't know the reaction that you're going to get. And it might just not be the situation to be able to fully express yourself. But at the end of the day, if you are with those people that don't allow you to be yourself or express your true thoughts, I think that in itself is a little bit of a reflection moment. And you can kind of think to yourself, am I meant to be with these people if I cannot truly be myself around them or I can't express my thoughts very well? But in general, if you do find yourself that you're constantly holding your tongue it might be because you are scared of other people judging your thoughts or what you have to say i think most people aren't actually that judgmental in what you have to say Um, and I think that it really isn't that deep but sometimes you can really get in your head and kind of overthink things that you're saying but I think reminding yourself that and just telling yourself like what I have to say is valuable my opinion is valuable and I'm allowed to express my own thoughts and just like reiterating that in your head can be helpful in moments where you feel a little bit anxious when speaking about personal opinions. Another example for somebody that cares a lot about the opinions of others is if 
if you are constantly apologizing even when you did nothing wrong. I always see like self-help books or I don't know, like advice things saying that like we should take the word sorry out of our vocabulary a little bit if we did not make the mistake. I think we are very used to saying sorry and sometimes we over apologize for things that we don't even need to be sorry about and I think ultimately it just comes from not wanting to disappoint anyone or let anyone down but again taking off that expectation on yourself that you need to be perfect and just letting yourself be I think is really important I feel like that's a big thing for Canadians um, as everybody knows that there's a big Canadian stereotype that Canadians say sorry all the time and I don't notice it until I go to the US because there's so many times where I say sorry because I feel like it is the polite thing to do. This is a scenario that happens all the time. This is a random example but very often I find myself in the situation where I'm behind somebody and they drop something and I go down to help them and pick it up for them and they reach it before I do and so I say sorry. All the time they'll be like why are you sorry? I dropped it. And and it's just so awkward because I'm saying sorry because I meant to pick it up for you and I didn't do it fast enough, which almost sounds silly to say out loud. But I feel like as a Canadian, if other Canadians are listening to this, they've probably been in that situation too. And I mean, that situation might be might be a very specific one because I feel like that isn't me trying to be liked or make sure that I care about what other people think of me. It's more of just habit, but it could come from a place of not wanting to be perceived as somebody who is rude or like too good to help somebody else, if that makes sense. Anyways, the last example here was that you rarely say no. A lot of people pleasing behaviors come from wanting to be liked, and this could be saying yes to plans that you do not really wanna go to, but you say yes because you want those people to like you or those friends to like you, or this could be saying yes to maybe over drinking or I don't know, taking substances you shouldn't be taking or eating something that you don't want to eat or whatever it may be just to fit in when in reality you want to say no, but you say it because you care what those other people think of you. I think that is a big example. And if you find yourself being a people pleaser or never saying no or saying yes when you don't mean to, I, I think the first step to that is realizing that you do it. And then when the situation comes up and you don't want to do something and you find yourself saying yes, take a second thought and be like, okay, wait, I've thought about this before and I do not need to say Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yes, if I don't want to. And if I say no, it is not the end of the world if these people are a little bit upset. Usually when you say no and somebody else is nagging or, you know, upset that you said no or not listening to your boundaries, it's because they just want you to do what they're doing. It's not because they actually care about you not doing it, if that makes sense. So take a look within if any of these examples resonate with you and you think, damn, maybe I do care a little bit about what other people think of me, even if you thought you didn't. When talking about this topic, I think it is super important to keep in mind that people will have judgments and thoughts and opinions about you no matter what you do. You could be the most polite person in the world or the most kind, the most nice, and I bet you that there's people out there that are like, oh my God, she's so annoying, she's way too kind. Or you could be the most beautiful person in the world, a stunning 10 out of 10, out of this world goddess, 
And there's probably people out there being like, she's not all that. She shouldn't be so conceited. She shouldn't be so self-centered. She just cares what she looks like. You could literally be Kim Kardashian and overcome this stereotype that you're famous for doing nothing and build an empire, create so many successful businesses, be a successful female entrepreneur, and people will still judge you and say, she just shows off her body and she doesn't deserve anything that she has. You know, like there are people all over the world that will diminish or down grade who you are or your accomplishments or what you stand for or the way that you act and you can't control those people those people will be there no matter what you do even if you're the best in the world and that is not your problem another huge thing for not caring about what other people think of you is is having an immense amount of confidence in whatever it is that you are doing if you need an idol or an inspiration or somebody to look up to for that confidence that may be what works for you by this i mean say you want to get outside of your style comfort zone and you want to wear new pieces but you feel like people judge you for what you're wearing or you may feel that nobody else wears what you wear find someone online that has that ideal style that you want and look up to them and take their advice because i bet you they're online probably saying you have to stop caring what other people think of you you know just be yourself this is how i am myself and and kind of embody their energy sometimes when i'm nervous about what i'm wearing not that anything I wear is super out of the ordinary but maybe for my hometown going to like the hometown bar if I wear something that's like a little bit extra and I'm nervous about what someone thinks of me you know I think what would blank do what would my style icon fashion influencer do in this scenario would she stoop down and water herself down wear something that she doesn't feel that confident in that she doesn't like just to appeal to the masses or would she wear what she wants to wear and would she just rock it and feel confident in that kind of embody yourself into those people that have that immense amount of confidence so that you can kind of not leech onto it but kind of like you know leech onto it like think like that as well for that specific scenario I remember in the summer I went out with one of my friends that wasn't from here and she wanted to wear a really crazy dress to like one of the bars we were going to and at first I was almost even judging her unintentionally but I was like oh my gosh where are you gonna wear that here because like nobody dresses like that and I'm I'm kind of dramatizing this story for the purpose of re-explaining it but I was just kind of like oh like where are you gonna wear that to because nobody in Vancouver dresses like that and she told me like I set the standard if I want to wear this I'm gonna wear this and I'm gonna look good doing it I don't have to dress the way other people want me to dress I'm gonna wear whatever I want and damn right she did and she wore this outfit that wasn't even that crazy but it was crazy again I say this in Vancouver because nobody wears that crazy outfits when going out here um and she looked phenomenal and she got so many compliments throughout the night and so it was true honestly she inspired me and she got me out of my shell those nights that I went out with her and I put a little bit more effort into my outfit and I embodied the confidence that she had when going out and I feel like that even made my night better because I felt more confident I felt good I looked good and I didn't care what other people thought of me I didn't care if other people stared for a minute longer if anything I was I was thinking those people were my fans I was like, yes, please keep staring, you know? So I feel like that's an example that you can take when you are worried about what you're wearing, for example.
level. And instead of thinking that you're doing too much or you're doing things a little bit differently, just embrace it and know that specifically for style, if you're wearing something that speaks to you, it's giving your personal style and somebody doesn't like it, it's probably because they don't have too strong of a personal style or they don't know if they could pull it off or they couldn't rock it or they are used to basic in the box dressing and they are not used to you coming in with something a little bit more flavorful. Also, I feel like it is a very important thing to note that the girls that get it, get it. Like literally that sentence, if you're wearing something or saying something or doing something or doing whatever it may be, if you're doing something that you're worried about what other people will think of you because it is not the standard, the people that get it will align with you and you'll attract people of that same vibration to you. You will actually repel the people who do not like those certain things, which is kind of exactly what you want because you get to water down all the little fake friends or fake people around you that don't align with you in the first place. Another example of this is when I started my YouTube channel and I feel like I always bring this example up, but I have to say it when talking about not giving an F of what other people think of you because I feel like putting yourself online is one of the biggest things that you can do when it comes to not caring what people think of you, especially because there are so many people judging you and watching your life and having an opinion on the things that you do, which is not a normal experience for every single person in the world. When I started putting myself online, there were many times where I could have been judged for you know, being my bubbly self online. And there were comments where people probably thought I was annoying. People probably think I talk too fast. Maybe in this podcast, people think I'm annoying and that I'm doing too much. But at the end of the day, I have to tell myself that I'm doing this for a higher purpose. You know, I feel that I can provide something to the internet. I have creative juices in my brain that are giving me ideas. And I know that if I am myself online, the right people will be attracted to me. And that it did, you know? I have my own community, I have my own audience, and I know that I don't need to please 7 billion people in the world to find a place online that is my corner. Being myself is what has gotten me to the point of where I am, and I feel like when I do little interviews here and there, I always do get that question, and it is, what advice can you give to other people that want to share their life online, but they're scared of judgment? And that is literally what I always tell people, that authenticity is power and in the example of social media being your most authentic self is what is going to attract a lot of people to you because everybody is so uniquely interesting and everybody has so much to offer so if you are the truest version of yourself you will automatically be interesting to other people other people will tune in will want to hear what you have to say because you aren't conforming to every single other person in the world and you do have something different to offer and that is a beautiful thing if you come from a small town or somewhere where posting your life online or doing something like that that is out of the norm it is probably common to have judgment but that was one of my next tips that I was going to tell you guys and that is to consider where the judgment is coming from by this I mean if you do not agree with the person that is judging you if you do not align with the person that is judging you if you would not take advice from the person that is judging you you should not give a fuck honestly sorry to swear there but you should not care what those people have to say because they are not someone who you want to be like if i'm being honest with you every single idol that you have 
if they are good people. If it is a mentor, if it is an influencer, if it is a teacher that has already accomplished what you want to do, maybe somebody in a higher position than you. If it is someone that you want to be like, most likely they will have nothing but words of encouragement for you and they will, without a doubt, encourage you to follow those passions because they know that it is possible and that it is realistic for you to achieve your goals and to do whatever it is that you want to do if you tell a fashion icon i want to dress differently but i'm worried about it like what do you think i should do they will tell you just do it have that confidence in yourself you can do it you know those people will always be supporting you and uplifting you the people on the other hand that have negative things to say about you those are not the people why would you even take advice from them when they are not who you want to be you can't take advice from someone that doesn't have or doesn't know what it takes to be the type of person that you want to be. Any of those people in your life that have closed-minded opinions or have a very narrow opinion on what you should be doing or what you should look like or what you should be dressed like or what you should be saying, know that those people are only a small portion of the world and those people are wanting you to water yourself down so that they feel more comfortable. A lot of the times they are not happy with themselves. They might be disappointed with their life or they might have so much insecurity or walls built around them that tell them they can't do what they want to do. So seeing somebody else be out of the box is almost flabbergasting. They're like, oh, there's no way that girl is doing that. You know, whether that be she's wearing that crazy outfit, how dare she when it's like, bro, I'm not even bothering you. Or, you know, maybe you want a non-conventional job and they do have a very conventional one. So they're thinking, how dare she? Or maybe um, you want to travel the world and do something different than the regular nine to five. Or maybe you do want to have a nine to five and it's different than somebody else that is traveling traveling, whatever it is. Moral of the story, just know that you do not have to take advice from people that you wouldn't want to be like, honestly. If you do have these toxic people in your life, you should try your best to cut them out if you're able to. If you have anyone in your life that is constantly talking down on you and making you feel not good enough, get those people out. They do not need to be in your life. They are making your experience on earth worse. And you know, you can let them be negative Nellies in the corner over there, but you do not need to hang out with people like that even and I say this because I feel like this happens to a lot of people but if you feel like you, you do not have many friends and so you keep around bad friends or, or maybe you're in a toxic relationship but you rather be in a relationship than be single guys cut those people off okay it is better to be on your own and comfortable and proud of yourself on your own and be your own best friend while you are discovering yourself and trying new things than to be surrounded by these literal weights of people that will try to drag you down with them you you know, cut those people off. Even if you have to be by yourself for a minute, for a while, maybe you don't have friends, maybe you're single, maybe you are distancing yourself from your family. Let yourself be and focus on what you want and what you want to do without having external judgment. And when you flourish and maybe you reach new heights and you meet the people that are actually meant to be in your life and aligned with you and will support you, you'll, you'll see that it all makes sense and that you needed to cut those people off to have that happy ending. You need to surround yourself with accepting and supportive people that will uplift you for being who you are and not only accept it, but actually encourage you to flourish and be in that energy. Once you cut those negative people off, you know, you've acquired new people in your life that are 
healthy and helpful for you and you find maybe idols or inspirations that you want to be like and you try to embody that energy of those people and once you start doing what you say that you want to do whether that be getting a new job, trying a new sport, wearing some new crazy clothes, starting a podcast, starting social media, showing up as yourself without the need to be perfect or trying something new, whatever it is that you're scared of judgment for. Once you start doing that thing and you do that thing daily, weekly, monthly, you know, you start doing what you say that you want to do, you're going to find confidence and sense of self within that thing. When I first started posting YouTube videos here and there, I was a little bit shy at first. When somebody in real life came up to me and was like, I saw your YouTube video. I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. This is weird. Once that phase was done and I started posting and I was just like, you know what? This is me. I'm a YouTuber. Yes, I only have a hundred subscribers, but yes, I'm a YouTuber. I built that sense of self and that sense of confidence. And I said, this is who I am. Nobody can say anything to me because this is who I am. And if I like me, if I like what I'm doing, then why would I care about your opinion? Honestly, you need to learn to like yourself. You need to learn to stand up for the things that you believe in and for the things that you enjoy doing and be able to back yourself up. If somebody comes to you and tries to judge you to your face, don't let that bother you. I mean, of course, nobody wants to hear harsh comments or criticism, but brush it off your shoulder because soon enough you will build a little bit of thicker skin and those little itty bitty comments will not bother you. Being on social media, I have definitely gotten my fair share of hate comments and to be honest with you, most of them don't bother me because I'm proud of who I am and I'm proud of what I've accomplished and now that I have accomplished so many things, I have all these little wins stacked up on top of each other like little building blocks. I have so much... How do, should I say this? The word is confidence, truly, but I'm going to put it in a in an example for you. Say I was on floor level, okay? And every little win, whether that be I'm posting weekly or I'm trying new, new video ideas or I'm starting travel or I'm reaching new milestones. It's like every single one of those is a little building block. So I'm going higher and higher and higher on this wall of blocks that I have built up. And when I'm on the very top of my wall of blocks, okay, and somebody down there comes to me and says, you're ugly and stupid and you talk really fast and you're so annoying and you sound like you're on TikTok 23 hours a day. And also your lips are super big. And also you look overweight. And also you would be plus sized. And also uh, that shirt is ugly. And also are you not embarrassed to be so cringy? Okay, when they are down there, that, that was really extra, but those are some hate comments I've gotten. Okay, but when that person down there is saying that to me and I'm up here on top of my wall of bricks, you cannot pull me down because I'm not even on your level anymore. And that sounds so cringe. Maybe that in itself is cringe, okay? But when anyone tells you about building confidence, the main advice they'll tell you is you need to stack up little wins so that you build that sense of self. And that is just so important and one of the biggest advice that I can give you to not care about what people think of you. You really just need to trust yourself, have tunnel vision, follow your end goal and know that what you're doing is for a higher reason. People that try to distract you or try to diminish your success will not be able to successfully hurt your feelings when you have so many wins stacked up with you. There are so many videos and I guess the word is testimonies, but testimonies, I guess, of people online explaining their story about how they went after their dreams and they didn't care what people thought of them. And now they are living their dream lives and I think 
if you know that this is true and there is so many videos out there you should just go through them all watch them all hear other people's opinions and you'll realize that everybody has the same advice when you stop caring what other people think of you and you actually go and follow through with what makes you happy you will be the happiest person there is at the end of the day you truly only have one life and if it was wasted hating on yourself listening to the opinions of judgy people who will never have what you want you will just end up being a shriveled old person <laughs> super sad that you didn't spend your one life doing the things that you wanted to do i think you should write down what you stand for and what your values are and the things that you like and the goals that you have and you know all those little things about you really get to know yourself and what your beliefs and thoughts are so that you know what matters to you and people can't distract you from that the other piece of advice i would give to you is if you can do your best to travel and get outside of your comfort zone because the more that you travel and and the more that you meet new people you will realize that everybody's on their own journey nobody really cares about you as much as you think they do i feel like even my hometown isn't super small but going from my hometown to like a big city like new york you just see a different world and you're like oh my god you will feel so relieved and so empowered and inspired by seeing so many people of different ages that look different that are from different backgrounds accomplishing such unique paths of life will inspire you to have a different outlook on life and maybe even live in a different place if the place that you're living in is too constricting you'll just meet other people that have the same thoughts as you and the same beliefs as you and it'll give you more of the courage to be yourself even when you are around other people that don't exactly encourage that the other thing i wanted to say which is this is just like a little random tidbit but being rejected sometimes it isn't all that bad you know i feel like people need to go through like rejection therapy be okay with people rejecting you be okay with people saying no to you be okay with people judging you and giving you mean comments they won't bother you as much anymore i think and i think this whole episode just goes to show that i think rejection should not be taken so personally it says more about the other person than it does about you and the last thing that i wanted to say was that if you are scared of what other people will think about you if you want to have a shift in identity or you just want to change who you are but you're scared that people won't like that new version of you or they might judge you and switch up on you being like you're not who i used to know just know that you are allowed to outgrow yourself you are allowed to change you are allowed to be different i was so used to being younger and having like the same personality forever and i feel like the older that i get I just realized that like you're ever changing, you're ever constantly evolving and there's always going to be new phases of you and people meet you at new phases of your life. So if one phase ends, you are allowed to outgrow yourself, you're allowed to move on and if those people don't want to encourage you and move along with you then those people are not meant to be in your life in that new season you shouldn't stop change from happening to make those people feel comfortable or to make those people stick around the people that will stick around with you are the people that matter and you'll constantly make new friends really so you shouldn't be worried if people leave your life change can be painful but she is necessary and sometimes change leads to amazing new peak moments in your life anyways i feel like we're at the end of 
of this episode. I've been talking for a while. I just hope that by the end of this episode, you took some piece of inspiration away, some piece of advice away, and maybe whatever it is that you were thinking about through this episode while I've been talking, whatever it is, I hope that you have the courage to live that truth undoubtedly. I hope that this episode inspires you for the week after you listen to this and inspires you to embody this new energy, to do what you say that you've always wanted to do but you haven't done because you're scared that one person is going to say something to you. And I'm telling you on behalf of those other weirdos, those people are projecting insecurities onto you. It has nothing to do with you. And they're probably just jealous and envious of you because you are the embodiment of their non-ability to show up. I guess that's how you can say it. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you very soon. Bye.